If it smells like shit, you are in the right place. You are listening to the Prod Whackers, hosted by David and Craig. Enjoy. My girlfriend sucked 37 dicks in a row. Hey, good morning. It's Pod Whackers. I think we're getting uh, close to episode 20 now. Getting up there. Yeah, we are. I lost track, actually. Was this 18, 19? <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's too early to remember these things. I don't do maths. But yeah, um, welcome everybody. Got a good show for you today. Uh, dude. Uh, did I tell you yesterday I, I pulled my trap working out in the morning yesterday? Did I tell you this? No. Oh, dude. So I've been having this issue lately where if I do any shoulder shrug exercises, then like a couple days later, my like one of my traps will just like not fire right or something. And then it just like it kind of hurts. I'll like tweak it almost. And I'm like, all right, whatever. No big deal. Um, usually work through it. It's not that not big of a problem. It's just more like uncomfortable. So yesterday I was exercising and I wasn't, uh, I, I did uh, traps on Monday, nothing Tuesday. And then Wednesday I was doing some, some decline skull crushers. So, uh, if people don't know, you basically lay down on a, a decline bench on your back and then you have the bar, you know, above your head. And it's one of those easy curl bars where it's got the, you know, pattern in the bar. It's not like a straight across bar. And, mm-hmm. and so I'm holding it, I'm not doing very much weight and I have it up over my head and I go down and back up. And then all of a sudden I just feel a tweak in my trap. It, this one's a little harder than usual. I'm like, Oh, that doesn't feel that great. And so I kind of, you know, pause what I was doing, take a break, kind of let it shake off for a minute. And then I'm like, eh, all right, let's do this again. So I go back, start doing more. That was fine. Not a big deal. So then I'm like, all right. And I, I move on to some uh, bicep curls with a regular straight bar, and I I go grab the bar and I go to pull it up, and all of a sudden my just my trap just fucking just tweaks and just like wrenches so tightly on my uh, shoulder, and I'm like, oh my god! I set the bar down, and then I went and laid on the floor. You know, it like hurt so bad, so I was just laying on the ground for a minute, just trying to like let it release the tension. I couldn't get myself up off the floor because it felt like my head weighed 7,000 pounds because oh <laughs> it was like pulling on my neck, you know, in that shoulder area. And right now it hurts so bad. I, I've slept like shit last night. I was rolling over and every time I roll over my, that feeling came back where it felt like my head weighed like two tons and you just couldn't like lift your neck or head or move. And, oh, dude, I'll tell you, I'm probably, I'll end up going to the fucking chiropractor today and see if they can adjust me because my fucking neck is on fire. It hurts so bad. Yeah, that's what I was getting ready to say. Hopefully the chiropractor can get it feeling a little bit better. Yeah, I don't know, dude. It's it's rough today. Uh, it hurt yesterday. It's like 10 times worse today. It's probably mostly just sore. That's probably why it hurts. Um, probably some swelling. I've been icing it and alternating ice and heat. Um, then I read this morning, heat's not such a good thing. So I don't know, maybe I fucked it up. Who knows? (laughs) I feel like that's one of those things that changes with the wind. You know, one, one day you should ice and heat and one day you shouldn't. So I don't know. One day you should eat red meat. One day you shouldn't. 
I don't know, dude, but I feel like some Alex Jones growling right now. <laughs> That's that was me when I pulled my trap. <laughs> but Jesus, dude. So I didn't exercise today and I feel horrible. Uh so frustrated. I took a week off last week. Um I'll do that from time to time where I just feel like your body just needs a, a break. Mm-hmm. And I have a hard time doing it. I'm like addicted to exercise. And so I, t- I step away, take the break, come back, two days in, boom, tweaked muscle. So I don't know. I'm annoyed. Part of it, you could have been uh, a little bit cold coming back into it, and your body's like, "What the hell you been doing for a week?" <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> not that old. Yeah. Well, I am. Yeah, uh, I, I feel like shit this morning too. But mine was kind of self-inflicted. We had a uh, my daughter's last softball practice last night, and. I think we ended up playing three or four innings against uh, a group of eight and nine-year-olds, and yeah, <laughs> came to the conclusion that I'm too fucking old to be running the bases and trying to avoid getting tagged by a bunch of nine-year-olds. Were you like out there dominating all the little kids? Like, no, I I, I showed some restraint, <laughs> basically just bunning and letting them try to actually play defense and field the ball because that's where they've been struggling this season. So. Dude, you should have totally went for the fences. I was forgiving. (laughs) I should have, but nah. You'd be that dude out there just like trying to hit home runs in this like nine-year-old, you know, (laughs) exhibition game and out there just dominating and telling the kids how much they suck. Yeah. That's what you should have done. Running by. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been so awesome. Just like. (laughs) You're out there and you just smash a smash one over the fence and just start running by the kids around the bases. Fuck you, little kid. <laughs> I do have a story about something similar to that. Not quite in that context, but it has been two years ago. Um, we were playing a parents versus children soccer game at the end of the season. It was the last practice. And at this time, my daughter's group was only six years old, so... When they play soccer, it's like a, it's like a herd of fucking cats going. <laughs> yeah. <on. laughs> like, so the parents were like having some fun with them, and parents were standing at each end of the field, and the the herd of kids would run down the field after the ball, and one of the parents would get the ball, and then they would kick it back to the other end of the field because we thought it was funny to watch them run back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, it comes my turn to kick it back down the field. The herd's coming at me, and there's this one girl on my daughter's team who wore, um, like, prescription sporting glasses, kind of like a safety glass type thing. I laid into the ball. I'm thinking I'm just going to punt it back down the field, kick it over top of the crowd like everybody else has been doing. Oh, no, I kick it. I I must have shanked it off the side. It takes a wicked curveball. <laughs> Probably hits this girl in the left eye like about ninety miles an hour. Broke her oh, and yeah. gave her a fucking black eye. <laughs> so yeah, and that oh, oh, it. <laughs> Damn it. it was two year olds black eyes in a soccer game is supposed to be for fun. Oh yeah, dude. Taking out the little kids. That's awesome. Oh, her dad man. just ran up though and said, Oh, it's gonna happen. She needs to take her bumps now. I'm like, okay. Yeah, but not from a 40-year-old man. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. I didn't try to kick it back down the field anymore. Let's put it that way. 
<laughs> yeah, I would have felt horrible. But oh, I nailed this little kid. Oh, dude. I saw her a couple of days later at their last game, and she's got a shiner on the side of her eye. I'm like, holy cow. <laughs> oh, wait. Fuck you, kid. You're a dick. <laughs> Might have had some problems if I would have said that. That would have been awesome. Yeah, you might not have been allowed around the the Little League complex anymore. <laughs> yeah. Out of here. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. So uh, so we got some good news this week, right? WWE decided to reinstate the Hulkster. Yeah, kind of came out of left field. I don't know. Well, I brought it up early in the week when they announced that they reinstated him, but I... It's been on the heels of all this other um, use of the N-word and people getting eviscerated for it. Papa John, we, we covered that. Papa um, N-word. Yeah, the big Papa N. <laughs> but it sort of somewhat ties into the Hogan story. Um, reading through the article I found when I saw the announcement, it said that the WWE had terminated the Legends contract with Hogan this is all the way back in uh, 2015, removing any mention of him from its website, including the Hall of Fame section. This firing came on the back end of a leaked sex tape involving Hogan. And in addition to the salacious nature of the leak, Hogan could be heard in a recording ran in, ranting negatively about African-Americans admitting to being a racist to a point and using the N-word on multiple occasions. Sounds about right. Yeah. So... For those of you who don't remember, back in 2015, uh, Gawker Media released the Hogan sex tape, and it was uh, it looked like hidden camera footage of Hogan in a hotel room with um, a radio show host's wife that he was actually friends with. And I don't have the entire backstory, but I think this was something that was promoted from this dude. It. Um, yeah, if I remember correctly, that dude told Hawk to have sex with his wife. Yeah, and the guy, the the show was fairly popular at the time. It was a guy who referred to himself as Bubba the Love Sponge. So yeah, that's right. Apparently, he liked he liked sharing his love sponge. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out on a little bit of a tangent here and say that I did go out and I saw bits and pieces of the video when it happened because mm-hmm. i went out and i was like this is crap you know this is just a media stunt or whatever and then but it was actually for real but i don't recall the audio of the n-word so i kind of remember that that audio when it hit that was uh i forget he was like ranting and ra- he was just ranting and raving about about black people <laughs> and just um it was pretty rough I wonder if, um, I'll look and see if I can pull up some of that. Um, and, uh, he was, yeah, he was saying some pretty derogatory stuff. Yeah. But a couple of the more well-known WWE Hall of Famers, um, Booker T and Mark Henry, who are obviously, both of those guys are, um, African-American wrestlers in the WWE, or at least they were, they're both in the Hall of Fame now, I think. They both said that, you know, we're forgiving Hulksters, you know, did his time, went on his apology tour and whatever. So they basically were all cool with him coming back. But, you know, I don't, 
I know the way the WWE works, who knows what the spin is on yeah. why he's coming back or whatever. And I'm not sure why he's so, I mean, there has to be a little bit of vindication and clearing your name with something like that. It's not necessarily clearing his name, but like getting back to, you know, the perception of that he had in the public eye before all that shit happened. I mean, he single-handedly shut down Gawker media with the lawsuit. I think he was awarded something insane, like $140 million that basically shut them down. Yeah. Yeah. He, he did end up, uh, I think he got the backing of some, some billionaire dude that helped him, um, fight Gawker media because mm-hmm. that guy had an ax to grind against Gawker for whatever reason. So, so yeah, just from that lawsuit, Hogan got paid probably more than he did his entire WWE career. I don't know what royalties and stuff he was probably, he, I mean, he was probably doing really well cause he was, uh, the number he, one guy for so long. He probably was tied into it pretty heavily, but yeah, he but, got uh 115 million from Gawker from what I saw. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was pretty brutal. Um, <clears throat> I was pretty surprised um, that they reinstated him with everything that's been going on in <laughs> just in the world lately. You know, it just doesn't seem like something you'd want to even touch right now. Yeah, it sounds like it, it's almost like we're at a boiling point. You have you have everything that happened with Papa John and dropping the N word. Then you have this uh, British Navy SEAL who was consulting on the the Thai rescue cave that basically told Elon Musk he was an idiot and his little stupid submersible was a joke and it was never going to work. And Elon Musk gets pissed off and calls him a pedo. Oh, my God. That was seriously one of the funniest things I've I've ever seen. I mean, you're a CEO of, like, one of the biggest companies in the world and, you know, you're out there calling dudes pedophiles. Yeah, it it just all it all ties together. I don't know what it is. And then there was something right around the All Star break with that one pitcher. I can't think of his name. I think his last name is, uh, uh, believe it or not, Hader, but it's spelled H A D E R, maybe. And then yeah, something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were throwing him under the bus for uh, a tweet he made when he was still in high school. It just said "White Power" and had a emoji of a fist in the air. I'm like, what in the yeah, I heard something about that, and honestly, I'm not 100% brushed up on that topic, but that guy, um, I believe he was even tweeting things like, like about finding bitches and hoes and stuff. <laughs> like, just weird teenager shit that any yeah. normal kid, like, you could reasonably see them doing that and then regretting it later in life. But yeah. the difference was the mo- that most of us didn't have that technology to have to worry about erasing it later on. You could right. say that shit and get away with it. Um, I believe I have the audio of Hulk's, uh, N-word rant, if you'd like to hear it. Oh, nice. Yeah, let's... All right, let me play this. Uh, I'm not quite sure. I haven't listened to it, so forgive me if it's not what I was looking for, but I'm pretty sure. It's pretty quiet from what I could tell. Let's see here.
So there's a little pause here in the audio and then it comes back in just a sec. Yeah, oh, they're not. So I don't know if you caught the N-word in there. I didn't catch it. I, I think there's a spot where I think he said it, but people were talking over him a little bit. But he even says in there, I'm racist to a point. <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't actually hear him say the word, though. I think he does. Hold on. Let me see if I can find that spot again. Hold on. Right there. Did you hear it? Did you hear that? Listen, listen for it. It's really hard to hear, but you hear that? A couple enters. Yeah, yeah. So he clearly says it. It's very hard to hear. Um, I pulled that from the internet. So sorry, it was a little much there because (laughs) I didn't know when he was going to say it. And there's a lot of pauses. But anyhow, yeah. So he he said that, and I mean. That that's pretty bad, right? <laughs> like, especially mm-hmm. when you when you work in the WWE and you were the face of a company, and and then you know you end up saying things like that, and it's caught on camera, and then you had that sex tape thing going on, and just a lot of shit that was that was going on at that point in time. I can't believe that they actually went back and reinstated the guy. Yeah, I, I, it is kind of hard to believe, and. There, there wasn't as much furor around the whole topic as there was, or as there has been here lately. Like I said, this was back in 2015, and it's obviously not cool when somebody's like the face of your company, and you you engage in stuff like that. But yeah, like I said, it's hard to say what angle they're taking. Vince McMahon, the ratings could be slipping. They could be trying to get him ready for some kind of promo coming up. Who knows? Yeah, I'd be interested to see, you know, what what the purpose was. Because to me, I mean, he's 100 years old. What purpose does it serve to have Hulk Hogan, you know, associated with your brand right now? Mm-hmm. Not that anyone ever really disassociated him, but, you know, actually like physically promoting it and bringing it back to the forefront. You know, like when, when you do bring this guy back, then you get all the stories about what he did. And all that stuff comes back. And we're in a very sensitive time right now where, you know, people just aren't tolerating this stuff. So I don't know that it was a good idea, but I I personally don't care at the end of the day. Um, 
you know, that's for him and his employer to, to figure out. But I mean, he definitely was saying some racist shit on there. The sex tape thing, I care less about whatever, do what you want to do. I mean, that's up to you. Nail whoever you want to nail. I'm sure his wife got paid from the divorce settlement. But well, like, Bubba the Love Sponge's wife, man. My girlfriend sucked 37 dicks in a row. <laughs> that quote applies more than ever. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like that's a that might be a low number. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I think that begs the question: Does does the Hulkster actually have a 24 inch python? <laughs> <laughs> He always referred to his arms as 24 inch pythons, but does he have the real 24 inch python? Yeah, Uh, that's that's a good question. (laughs) I'm not going to find out. I'll let (laughs) Bubble Love Sponges is probably now ex wife. I'll let you Google that. (laughs) No. (laughs) Come on, man. Yeah, so anyhow. That's uh, that's the Hulkster. So, uh, in local news, we had uh, <clears throat> some kind of interesting developments. Now, I know you're not quite as local to Northeast Ohio as I am. You're more in the South. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, there's there's a famous abandoned mall, um, Rolling Acres Mall in Akron, and it was built in the '70s, and it was a pretty a robust mall at the time in its heyday it was it was booming and i had gone there a couple times as a kid um it was cool it was a really neat place it had like a two-story concourse and you know a huge food court there was a movie theater attached to it uh i mean this was back barberton was kind of um it was it was a pretty cool area back then and then suddenly it just like you know got overrun with uh, the wrong kind of crowd i guess and um, I believe my personal opinion is that the Akron Fairline area started kind of building up and they built them all out there. It was pretty nice. And there was a lot of nice things over there and people just kind of start going over there instead for whatever reason. Um, there wasn't, there's not a whole lot in Barberton really. Um, and I don't know if it's just a factor of, you know, having an undesirable crowd that likes to cause problems move in, or if it was, you know, more or less, um, just proximity issue where you can get on and off the highway right there um, in Akron and, and you're close to everything. I don't know. It might have just been a location issue. Who knows? Um, I had heard that um, at one point in time, just like the, the crowd that started showing up at this place was just like an unruly bunch of people and they were up to no good and started harassing people at the mall and, you know, and then just became a place where people were like, I don't want to go there, you know, and started going to this to summit mall instead um but there's a ton of uh really cool pictures if you're interested on the internet of people who went in and photographed rolling acres mall after it had been like abandoned forever and it is really neat um there was uh there was like a a really cool um drone video i believe at one point in time where you could see like all the um the the inside of the mall was like just like overgrown with um trees and bushes and stuff started growing up inside and grass and like just you just see like it was like frozen in time and it reminds me a lot of um fallout 4 um the video game did you ever play the fallout series at all yeah i did yep i know exactly what you're referring to 
Yeah, and it was really cool because it was almost like Americana stuck in time. And it was like you got this snapshot of like, what if like some, you know, major event happened and everyone was gone? Like, what would this look like? And you could just go and see like, you know, where there used to be, you know, a sign hanging up on a wall, but the letters are still there. Like you can still read them. And so, you know, you could see like some of the store names still up on the wall, except there was nothing there. It was gone. And it was just kind of cool. Um, so that mall closed in, uh, on Halloween 2008. And, uh, but it kept a couple stores open. They had like a Sears that stayed open for a while after and a JCPenney that turned into like a JCPenney outlet. And then they closed everything up in 2013 and then they demolished it in 2017. But the story here is really about, uh, Akron sold this, uh, this land, uh, to a private developer and that developer claims that there's an employer that will build a $100 million facility and guarantee $30 million in annual payroll. And um, and that'll be 500 new jobs. So do the math. That's, I believe, $60,000 per person salary. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, on average, obviously, most places it's, you know, you have people who work the low end, and then you have people who make the high end, and people in the middle. So, you know, I'm sure it'll be all sorts of ranges of salary, but on average, the person would make 60 K. Um, it was interesting because the, the, the odd part of the story is nobody knows who is actually making these promises. And the, the city of Akron, uh, voted 12 to one in favor of this. Mm -hmm. But again, who who is bringing these jobs who nobody knows not even the, the mayor won't even answer questions i'm assuming that the city council and and those people who voted on the they on don't the know sale, they kind of know what's going on they don't know the person the one who voted against it said i don't know anything about this i don't know who these people are i don't know what business is coming here i have no idea so how can i vote yes when i have no knowledge and the other interesting fact is you're selling, basically the city owns this, so the public owns it right now. Mm -hmm. And you and you don't like openly admit to who? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I, you know? It doesn't make any sense at all. And it sounds like they sold it, to me, $600,000 for 67 acres of basically development property seems pretty cheap. It is, but you should see where it's at. It's kind of in the middle of a rundown area. So, I mean, the land value is probably not that high. It's not that desirable of a place right now. Now, if they build it up and make it nice, it could quickly be desirable again. It was at one point in time. Um, mm -hmm. So I'll be interested to see that. There's a video that um, Channel 3 News, WKYC, put out. Um, I'm going to play this and it see if they... It's empty for years before it was demolished. Rolling Acres Mall was one of several in our area to shut its doors. But soon that property will be coming back to life. The city council approved a plan some city leaders are calling a payroll jolt that's the largest in modern times. Chris Ty is live in Akron tonight with the mystery employer that hundreds may soon be calling boss. That's right, guys. The numbers are big, both in terms of the number of jobs that will be created here and the facility that will go up. But as far as clarity, who's behind all this? Who will own this land? That's still very much shrouded in secrecy tonight. 
Rolling Acres is one of many American malls that became a snapshot of the old economy. Deathly quiet, even eerie. Artists would come and photograph 20th century life frozen in time. Well, frozen no more. City Council tonight agreed to sell the land to a developer for an underwhelming $600,000. The city will not get rich with that end of the deal, but what's promised to go up in this space is the gift the city thinks will keep giving for a generation or more. This is a great step forward, um, and uh, we're, we're looking forward to see this come to fruition. Here are the details. This employer or employers agreed to $30 million in new salaried positions, which city leaders estimate about 500 new jobs will come from. They also will build a $100 million facility here. The mystery in all this, who is the company? The city says they can't release that. They also add that $600,000 purchase price will be reimbursed to the buyer over time incentivizer to turn this once dead land into something more vibrant. But the question of what business is coming to Akron isn't a game that just you and I are playing. City leaders in the dark too. I, I, I don't have that information. So, so you don't even know who this employer is. We do not. You does the city? No, no. no you guys no. voted something tonight 12 to 1 and you don't know who your neighbor's going to be. Well, the thing of it is, is we know the developer has got a track record of success. Does the, is the city know who this person is going you, to be? You would have to ask the administration. We tried to ask the administration, but the mayor wouldn't even stop to give us a no comment. He kept on walking. So as it stands tonight, it's not just you and us that are out of the loop on who will own this land. It appears the city of Akron doesn't know if it's anyone from waste management to Microsoft. We'll keep on top of it. In Akron tonight, Chris Ty, Channel 3 News. Yeah, so that was kind of interesting. <laughs> I think the most interesting tidbit I pulled out of that that audio um, from the report was that the six hundred thousand dollars was going to be reimbursed to the developer over time. Yeah, so basically they fucking got it for free. Yeah, with the promise of new jobs. I mean, I'm not necessarily opposed to that because I don't know if you saw. I was sharing sharing out the video while it was playing. Mm-hmm. That place is a shithole. <laughs> So, I mean, to have somebody come in there, again, it's not in the most desirable location. Right now, there's not much going on in the area in general. Um, mm -hmm. So to have somebody who is willing to come in and spend that kind of money and then promise that much money in payroll, I think there's value there. And I'm not opposed to them giving back the money over time. Who cares? Um, as long as you're bringing um, good-paying jobs to the area, I think the trade-off is well worth it. Yeah, I don't know what the local income tax is in that area, but you know, to, you figure that up against the thirty million dollars in salaries they're promising. That's pretty decent revenue. Yeah, it's probably way more than six hundred thousand dollars. So, yeah, right? Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I think this is kind of fascinating to me. Um, I, I always thought it was kind of cool to just like look at the pictures of this mall and see it like just frozen in time, and I always wondered like what's going to happen with this place is. It always looked like a place that like the walking dead should go and film a season out of. It was just like one of those. It was so cool looking and it was just run down and gross, but like frozen. And it just, I don't know. There's something that really fascinated me about it. And again, it was akin to fallout. You watch and like in fallout when like you're in Washington DC and all these like relics of Americana are just like destroyed, but there, and you're just looking at it like, Whoa, this is just bizarre. Um, that was pretty cool. So it's kind of reminiscent of some of the the videos and some of the images you see of Geauga Lake today. 
same thing. It's yeah. just up and gone, just like frozen in time. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. I thought it was kind of neat. Um, I'm really interested now to see who it is because, you know, these these things are just bizarre. Like, I, I don't know very many companies that wouldn't be willing to admit what they're doing as far as like, oh, yeah, we're coming there. Like, why wouldn't you get people excited about it? Mm-hmm. Unless they're planning to back out, <laughs> you know? Right. But, yeah, I, I hopefully it turns into something really cool. Um, I'm just, I'm excited about it. And I'm really interested to see my, um, my wife's grandparents live like literally two minutes from there, if that. Okay. You probably could have seen their house. They had an aerial view of the mall. You probably could have picked their house out from the aerial view. I mean, that's how close they live. So it was pretty cool. Um, so I'm around there quite a bit. And so hopefully something sweet goes in yeah, there. Interesting to see. I don't think that they would be, <clears throat> I mean, some of the, some of the companies that were listed in the article were Amazon and Google and some of the other big companies, but I don't, I don't see one of those companies staffing 500 people for a data center or something like that. So it's really hard to say what it's going to be. Yeah. It almost, yeah, you're right. That's how I was kind of speculating. Amazon's not that secretive. According, they have a few facilities in Ohio, and according to the towns that had negotiated with Amazon to get them there, uh, Amazon wasn't like, you know, hey, don't say we're coming, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, I don't necessarily think it's them based on that. And Google, I don't know what they would do here. That'd be kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. I feel like those two companies particularly would be touting that they're coming. They seem very outspoken. Yeah. Now, yeah, just, go ahead. I was going to say, just the unknown is, I mean, that's a, so what makes the story that much that that much more interesting. Kind of the mystery behind it. Yeah, that's that's why I'm really fascinated by. It. There was a lot of um, I felt like mystique and mystery in that building being there still and everything, and I and then you get this weird mysterious employer. <laughs> so yeah. it's kind of cool. I don't know. I found it fascinating. Uh, hopefully, like I said, hopefully it turns into something really awesome. My favorite, my favorite quote from that that clip that you played of the audio was um, "Frozen in time, look back on what twentieth century life was like. Like, <laughs> like we lived in the fucking Stone Age. <laughs> Come on, dude. That's only we're only eighteen years removed from that. <laughs> yeah, I know that that is funny, but it is it is interesting though because. You know, much like how the 80s stuff is coming back, you know, mm-hmm. you basically see a relic of the 90s because that's when that mall was, like, starting to wind back down and really kind of went shit the bed at the end. So you do see, like, those 90s Americana just, like, frozen in there. Like, I've watched some of the videos of people going through it and stuff and, and like, the movie theater, like, the way it's decorated and, you know, all, all that kind of stuff. The carpeting they had in there and everything is just, like, it screams 90s cheese. So... It's really cool to see it, as weird as it is to say. I mean, it was only 18 years ago. I mean, it's still 18 years ago. I mean, that's right. that's a decent amount of time. That's, you know, someone becomes a full-on adult <laughs> in, in 18 years, yeah. so in theory. But, uh, yeah, so I thought that was kind of cool. And that is funny that they say that act like it was just, like, was so long ago. But yeah, it really it wasn't. Like, holy shit, this is, like, ancient history. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, you were probably, what, 35, 18 ah. years ago? <laughs> I was about to drink. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, so 
I, I think I think it's cool. I'm excited about it. Hopefully, again, hopefully something cool comes in. Um, so we saw something interesting on Twitter yesterday. Uh, someone was posting that there's potentially a Josh Gordon substance abuse violation for the Cleveland Browns. And that'd be strike three. Yes. What do you and think that, about that? I don't think we want to name drop on that person because they were getting pretty well eviscerated on Twitter yesterday for dropping that little tidbit with no real backing behind it. Yep. And maybe, maybe it's going to come out today, tomorrow. It, I, who knows? I feel like if there was any truth to that, rumor that it would have broken before it officially breaks do you know what i mean like you i was searching twitter and trying to find um anybody talking about it i i couldn't yeah i i look to i look for news articles and whatnot just just general sporting news topics and i could not find anything on it whatsoever yeah, I went out to the Google News site and searched for Cleveland Browns. I searched for Josh Gordon. I didn't find anything on either one that, that said anything even similar um, to, to him breaking the rules. So, yeah, I was um, I wouldn't be surprised at this point, but it almost sounds like someone's just trying to get him to to fail, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like this rumor has been out there. It was out there a couple weeks ago. Some random Twitter person started it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, hopefully he keeps himself clean. That was my first assumption was the, the person who released that statement or that claim on Twitter. I was wondering if they weren't catching up on something and caught something in their feed and didn't pay attention to when it was quote unquote rumored that, that that had happened. And it was, pretty much debunked then but I, I don't think so i think no they're pretty good i feel like about when they say something they mean it yeah and that person probably does have quite a bit of ties to berea i'm sure oh yeah um, just from what they do and so i trust that they got that information but they just didn't know how true it was yeah i don't know i i hope not because there's been for once it seems like there's a lot of good positive things happening in the off season, getting ready to, you know, priming up for the preseason that's coming up. Mm-hmm. I, one of the most interesting things that I think that's been happening with the Browns is what are all these videos and stuff? I'm kind of throwing us for a loop here because I know we didn't have it like on our agenda, but what are all these videos of Baker Mayfield, um, Landry, and OBJ like doing these? The workouts off-the-clock workouts, you know. Yeah. People are reading into that like, hey, is OBJ coming to Cleveland? What? No. <laughs> no, he's not. Um, it would be interesting seeing that he's got some buddies on our roster now. Um, that'd be kind of cool. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I, they're just buddies working out, you know. So I put no stock in any of that stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean – I, I wonder if this has to do with anything with the Hard Knocks series that the Browns are going to be starring in for HBO. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of curious if um, these rumors are kind of part of that, trying to stir up some drama around the Browns before they start their TV show. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised. When is that set to release? I didn't really look to see. You know, I'm not sure. I didn't look either. <clears throat> I haven't. I haven't kept up on it. I actually just canceled my 
uh, I had DirecTV now with HBO, and I actually canceled it a couple weeks ago because I wasn't watching it anymore. So I, I'll probably get it back <clears throat> when Game of Thrones comes out to finish off that show, but um, I don't know if I'll watch the, the Browns Hard Knocks series. Um, so I don't really know when it comes out, to be honest. But yeah, um, hopefully we can get past all these rumors and just get to playing some football here soon. I'm interested to see what this team's got, so I'm pretty excited for them. In the uh, I, as lame as the preseason is, I'm kind of excited to see them in the preseason a little bit, just to see what their their offense looks like with all the new additions they've made. Yeah, I, I think for for all intents and purposes Tyrod Taylor is still the starting quarterback. I don't know if that official announcement's been made, but I'm pretty sure it was made the day they drafted Baker Mayfield. <laughs> they said Tyrod's our starter, you know. They they do that every season though. I actually <laughs> no, not necessarily, not necessarily. That doesn't always happen with the Browns in their defense. Um they well, I guess lack of defense cuz they're always having a quarterback competition, I feel like. Um, I remember when Pettin was here, he was he would say, "No, nah, it's open, it's open," you know. And then they would do the the whole QB competition during preseason, blah blah blah, that whole mess. And I'm more of a fan of the approach of you you go into the season with a guy that you think is the starter, and you just pick him and go. You know, let that guy get all the reps, let him feel like you can't have a guy feeling like he's constantly got to look over his shoulder. Yeah, you know, you know, like that. That's never good for anybody's performance. If you were at work every day and you had to fear that someone was literally like sitting next to you, getting ready to take your job, and all you heard about was "Don't fuck up, that guy's gonna come take your job." Don't fuck up, that guy's coming in. Hey, we want that guy. Um, you know, hey, dude, Dan that sits next to you, he's gonna he's gonna come take over your work. You know, hey, don't make that error. Make sure you double check your spelling on all your emails. You know, yeah. like. <laughs> How annoying would that be? Better be answering your emails at 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, when your project managers are emailing you at midnight, you better be responding. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just like, it's silly to to think that these people are any different than us. You know, they're human. So uh, having to worry about somebody else coming over and taking your position all the time would just be infuriating. I mean, some people are, are made to handle it, but just creating that culture is bad, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think it would be even more stressful for NFL players and professional athletes in general because you know your your shelf life and your viability in the workforce is a lot less than most other people. I mean, yeah, you make a shit ton of money, but you may only play. Some of these guys only get to play two, three years, and they're out. Then what do they do? Yeah, exactly. And so it's even more stressful. They have so much pressure on them. Yeah. I think the guys who truly plan ahead and and realize that football is a temporary thing they you, you hear all these 30 30 for 30 stories where these guys go broke within two years of retiring and stuff but there are there are still a fair amount of them that are smart enough to finish their degree and have a second plan after the fact oh yeah I'm like, absolutely i'm like josh gordon selling used cars but <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right. Yeah, go down to the used car lot here. See uh, Josh Gordon. He'll give you a joint and a, a Chevy. Yeah, roach clip in the ashtray. Yeah, that's right. 
Oh, wait, cars don't have ashtrays anymore. He'll roll the windows down and all the smoke just comes billowing out of the windows. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a couple rental cars on some business trips that smelled like they uh, kept their roaches under the front seat. but Hitting that ganj. Yeah, man. It's interesting, that's for sure. Well, hopefully uh, we don't have to worry about that. Hopefully he's fine. No big deal. Move on. Hopefully it's just a bunch of shit and just another distraction. Hopefully they can actually start the season with zero controversy and we kind of know what the starting lineup is after the first couple preseason games. I don't know. We'll even know that, but I mean, we, we alluded to it a couple episodes ago. Hey, they had a, the perfect preseason last year and then went, <laughs> Oh, and 16. So, yeah, I know it was bizarre. Uh, and so I don't put much stock in it. I just kind of like to watch to see how everyone kind of plays together. I don't care about their win loss record in the preseason at all. You know, obviously it comes down to how do you do during the season. So when it counts. Exactly. Well, I came across this uh this interesting audio. Um so there was this apparently there's a an uh, ugh, let me start over again. Apparently there's a lesbian couple in Oregon and they start getting harassed by some dudes across the street. And it's, it's like they're at their house or something or apartment. And then like across the street, there's another house or apartment where these, at least one of the people who are over there lives. And one dude is just like really drunk and he is harassing the shit out of them. And I just, I couldn't believe this. So take a listen. This is pretty good stuff. Oh, we will. <laughs> it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great when you fucking scissor each other. Yeah. Post it on Facebook, make it viral. Oh my god. Let's get some fucking views. Hey, what is your name? What's your name? It doesn't matter. I'll tell matter. you my it name. What's your name, you fucking cow? What is your name? Apparently, it's fucking cow. It is. You're fat as fuck and you scissor each other. <laughs> is that a thing cows do? I don't know much I, about cows. I don't either. Spit in your fucking face. Do it. Hey, 
I'll fucking put a fat chew in and spit right in your mouth. Do it, please. Please, lay a hand on me. Do something, so I'll knock your drunk ass on your ass right now. Knock my drunk ass on my ass? Hey, stop. Take your phone, bitch. Stop, stop, stop. stop. Take your phone and let's see you. Stop. Let's stop. see. You fuck with me right now? Stop. Really? I'll literally put you to fucking you. I'll literally put you to fucking sleep. about that oh my god where where was this at where did this happen did this you... is in oregon and oh. so police were investigating this harassment case but i just found it like the audio was insane i couldn't believe it but yeah I, <laughs> it was so good though i mean the stuff that the guy was saying i mean what well, was completely horrible I, that's what's so funny about it like, you wouldn't just say this shit to people. And those guys out here just, are you fucking scissoring each other? <laughs> yeah, he referred to him as tweakers, and then it sounded to me like he was the one that was tweaking. Holy cow. Oh, man. Something. We need to slow this down. Get the fuck out of the road. You live there? No, I don't live here. You live there? fucking dumb. I stopped because you're that a fucking dumbass. Number. That's not even I already my did. Truck. What is the point of right? Stand by. Hold on. Oh yeah, here we go. You're a cow. so good <clears throat> uh, I, I, i'm still trying to figure out when you were playing at a regular speed right when we got towards the end of that they were they were bleeping out some of the words but yet 
the the first five minutes leading up to that is fucking cow this and fucking cow that. <laughs> they oh, didn't bleep any of that out. That's what I was laughing at. the The very beginning of this clip, it like you hear a couple bleeps in there randomly, and then all of a sudden it just goes, and they don't bleep anything. And that was I was trying to find the uncensored video, you know, because I kept finding it on news sites and they were bleeping everything. I'm like, I need to know what this guy says. <laughs> I need to hear it exactly how he says it. It is uh-huh. so funny. Oh man, that guy, he's such an asshole. The word of the day, children, is scissoring. <laughs> Look it up. Google it. <laughs> Don't Here's Google it at work money. though. Here's yeah. Go fucking scissor each other. Oh, we will. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great when you fucking You're a cow! Go fucking scissor each other. Oh, we will. It's gonna be great. Chipmunk porn. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you got that, and then you have sloth. Oh, we will. Oh, you talked over the best part. It's gonna be great. Well, let's see. Slow it down a little bit more. so much <laughs> let's go there's the beep so good another thing i picked out when you were playing it at normal speed was the reason i asked where this happened is Mm -hmm. i could have sworn it would have been something that happened down in west virginia or down south because it sounded like somebody was riding an atv around in the background no they're out like i said they're out in front of the uh in front of their house like it's on like kind of a main road or something and they're just like walking across the street and then they're like arguing with each other oh Oh my my god, god dude 
this guy, what an asshole. But he is hilarious when he slowed down. <laughs> she straight up said, hey, you're on Facebook Live. That's, uh, that's the go-to threat now. Hold up your phone and yep. do lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, that guy's fucked. His face is all over, you know. Um, I haven't looked up the video yet, but I want to see the live action part of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's pretty good. It's really good. I'll have to share that link with you. I'll try and put that in the show notes, too. That way, if you're listening along, you can go out and watch the YouTube video. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, on that note, I don't think I can top anything today. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure we could top it, but I don't know if I can collect my thoughts enough to, th- <laughs> to think of anything at this point. That's right. Uh, all right well we'll leave you on a high note so you got anything else you want to add no i think i'm good today all right man well we'll catch you guys next next time all right motherfuckers the show is over subscribe to our show anywhere you get your podcasts and do not forget to follow us on twitter at prodwhackers or on instagram at prodwhackers and remember every time you yawn there is a ghost trying to put his wiener in your mouth see you next time